Welcome to the Monday's Refreshing 15 podcast, a platform designed to motivate you through the refreshing Word of God as you grow spiritually and mentally. I'm so glad you're tuned in to the show. I pray that the content in each of these sessions blesses you and encourages you to keep putting in your best as you let God handle the rest. Enjoy. What's up, fam? Welcome back to another Monday's Refreshing 15. Your boy Kawan J. Kenzie here with another message. The, t- the title for tonight's episode is A Lack of Tap. All right, A Lack of Tap. All right, Um, the, the book of scripture we're going to be referring back to is the book of Psalms, Psalms 23. And before we get into it, uh, I, I want to paint a picture. All right, so, you know, close your eyes if need be. But I want you to imagine looking at your current circumstance from a natural eye point of view, you know, your finances we talking about and being broke, all right, being broke. Now, some of y'all, some of y'all probably thinking like, like I ain't got to imagine that I am that, feel me, I am broke. But I want you to imagine all the way through, all right, I want you to imagine all the way through, bear with me, all right, we going somewhere with it. So just imagine looking at your situation from a, natural our point of view and looking like you lack in your finances to the point where you are financially disturbed all right financially disturbed i want you to imagine you also not having resources like resources after resources it seems like you just lack these things you may have a you know a large hefty vision you feel me a god-given vision but when you look at your situation it looks like you lack every necessary resource that's, that accommodates this vision that you've been given. All right, resource after resources you don't have, connect after connect, it just seems like you don't you don't have this and you don't have that, you don't have this and you don't have that. You feel me, enough to, to make you worry and then they'll have a lack attack, you feel me? A lack attack, think about that girlfriend you might want or that boyfriend you might want that that you so passionately would like to have in at this moment that you don't that you don't have. Think about that spouse that you may want to have. You know, imagine imagine these things. Imagine that spouse that you um that you had that you had the age that you very well know for sure that you want one. Not only do you want one, you you actually feel like you deserve one at this point. But yet, the circumstances don't seem promising, and you don't have one, and and it don't seem like you're on course to have one, or it doesn't seem like none of these things is close to falling in place. All right, think about that friend that you that you may that you may want. Feel me? That, that, that close friend that you you could talk to talk to them about anything. You feel me? Talk to them about anything. Go through any types of things, and it's just like it's a solid, solidified type of friendship and you know, you're tired of going through these these friendships or finding friends or people that you would like to call friends that just, it just doesn't, it's just not a stable thing. And it's like, dang, like, I don't, I don't have that. You feel me? I want you to imagine these things. Now, some of these things probably hit home. You feel me? Some of these things probably hit home. You probably like, my boy, I ain't got to, I ain't got to imagine any of that stuff. I walked that. Like, I'm, I'm in that. I'm dealing with things like that. And some of y'all that, that may not be, dealing with those specific things i want you to just imagine with me 
feel me? Just, just imagine it. And remember, those are just few topics. Those ain't, those ain't everything. Those are just a few topics that I'm just throwing out there. But I want you to imagine, like, on the whole, you know, as a whole, just thinking, like, imagine yourself looking like you're in lack and don't have, and don't have any, and don't have much of anything, really. Like, you're just in lack. Like I said, you, you don't have this, you don't have that, and, and you're trying to, you kind of like scrambling, like, what I'm going to do to the point where it's like you're, you're about to have a lack attack because you don't have none of these things. All right, I want you to imagine that thoroughly. Imagine that thoroughly. Now, I want you to keep that image, all right? Keep that image um, with you. Hold it. Some of y'all, like I said, it, it hit home. So I want you to look at it for what it is then. If it hit home, look at it for what it is. Keep that picture. No matter what it is, whatever it is, whatever the case may be, hold on to that picture right quick. And then as we dig into this word, the good refreshing word of God, and let his word paint a picture, because his word is going to paint a picture too, but it's going to paint a better picture. Now, we're looking at things from a, from a natural point of view at this moment. I'm painting out. I just want to throw these things out because these are, when we're not careful, we begin to focus so vividly on these things that look vivid because we're actually going through it or we're dealing with lack and we, we don't have this and we don't have that. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like we just, we're not able to do a lot of things or it just almost like we're at, we're at a loss or at a disadvantage. So I want you to look at these things for what it is. Look at these things for what it is, because it's real life stuff. And we all and we all been through it. We all we all felt these type of feelings where we don't feel like we have enough and feel like we we just out of gas. Out of gas. We want to do this. Um we, we want to make it there. We feel like we called to do this and we feel like we called there, but we don't know how. We don't know how to do it with what we have. We don't feel like we have enough. All right, so keep that image. I'm gonna dive into the word. All right, and gonna pick paint a new picture. All right, now book of Psalms, Psalms 23, verse 1, says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed to God and to shield me. I shall not want. You all probably heard this already many a times. Y'all probably, probably even said it yourselves. The Lord is my shepherd. All right, the Lord is my shepherd. Y'all probably been, like I said, y'all heard this many a time. People say this a lot. People say this a lot, and you probably one of them. But today we're gonna have we're gonna have a deeper perspective, a shifted perspective, a better perspective of this. All right, let it let it let it sink in and become truth to you. All right, and and deeper than just a cliche scripture that people use. All right, so the Lord is my shepherd to feed to God and to shield me. I shall not want. All right, so God. God shepherds us, all right? He shepherds us. He feeds, he guides, he shields. Feeds, guides, shields. Now, think about the sheep, right? Think about the sheep. The sheep is not about to just feed itself. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the food has to be laid out for it. Like, it has to be provided for. You get what I'm saying? The circumstance has to be provided for it, for it to do anything. And I don't want you to even just think about food. I want you to think about, like, like eating. 
Like you ever seen people out in that just seen people living a certain way and you you've referred to them as they really out here eating. Like you're not talking about just food at that point. You talking about they they the way they're living, they're really eating right now. They really living well. You feel me? But now understand, God shepherds us. Therefore, He He protects us. He leads us. He guides us. He shields us. He feeds us. He He gonna make sure we eat. It may not look like we have what it takes. It may not look like we have anything, but He gonna make sure we eat. You feel me? He watching over us. Feel me? To God, we may not know exactly where to go. Like I said, we may have a vision. We may not have, we, we may not know certain people. Like we may not have those type of resources or connects that's helping us in this field that, we, that we're striving for or striving to be successful in. We have no clue. We just have a vision, but we have no clue how to really go about it. And we don't know nobody that's going to help us get there. You feel me? You don't know this. Like the people you know, the people that you associate yourself with, they don't know nothing about it. So it's not like they going to lead the way and guide you. So it seems like we don't have these connections. And then we see around, you know, all these people linked up. Like, dang, I wish I had me a group of people who was on the same type of time as me who I could grow with and help. Or they can help me with this or in this area. And we could grow together and move towards the same direction. And it may seem like we don't have it. But God got us. You know what I'm saying? It may not, it may not look like it in the moment, but God got us. He's gonna make sure we're guided thoroughly. If he's calling us to it, he's gonna lead us all the way through it. You get what I'm saying? He got us. So that's something to keep in mind. It says to shield me. To shield me. Now think about that sheep again. There's other vicious, more dangerous animals out there, right? That in in the sheep without the Lord shepherding it would very well be devoured to the full. You feel me? Very, very well be devoured and destroyed by any other vicious animal out there. But because God is shielding it, because God shields us, we ain't got to worry about things like that. We scrape. Just like the sheep is basically hopeless without the Lord governing it, shepherding it, we're the same way. We ain't nothing on our on our own. Bob says we ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Bob says we ain't nothing. So it, I mean it's really foolish to think we could do everything on our own, anyways, even if we did have the resources right there in front of us. It's it's, it's foolishness to think that we could do this all on our own. We can't. We're nothing without them. You know what I'm saying? Nothing without them. And then the last piece of that that part, it says, I shall not want. So let's read it all over again. The Lord is my shepherd, the feed, the guide, and the shepherd me. I shall not want. In other words, I shall not, I shall not worry about anything. I, I'm, I don't got to worry. I'm just fine. It may not look like it in my current situation. When I look at it from a natural point of view, it may not look like it. It may not look like I have anything. But <laughs> I, I do. I do. God got me. Everything I need is in him. And if I have him, if he's going before me, then I'm straight. And that's real. And we're going to continue. We're going to redo this whole chapter. It's not a long one, probably about six, six verses. <clears throat> but we're going to go through all of them. So verse 2, he lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. Now think about the, the green. You know, when you look at nature, you know, you got the green. You got the green and you got the, you know, the brown. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like the green grass and then, you know, the brown grass. 
one is lively, one is, you know, fresh. You could tell this is it has some new nutrition to it. You know what I'm saying? The trees is, you know, it got some nutrition, it got some life to it. Excuse me. It got some life to it. He lets me lie down in the green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. All right, it's a peaceful, it's a peaceful journey in him. Verse three, he refreshes and restores my soul, my life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Understand, I say it a lot. It's, it's our story, but it's God's glory. The way he leads us is, is the way we should go. It's the way we should go, and it's the way that's going to lead to prosperity. It's going to lead to all these great things and abundance and everything that he has in store for us, but it's not for us. It's not just for us. It's for his name's sake. He's going to be glorified through it. So I always remember that. It's not about us. It's about him. When we don't have, when it seems like we don't have, rely on him. It's not even about all of that anyways. It's about him. Don't get too caught up in the blessings more than you get caught up in uh, the, the, the beauty of the blesser. You know what I'm saying? Don't never lose sight of that. And I feel like me personally, just to throw it in there, I feel like you have an advantage when you do go through lack, when you have those seasons of lack, when you, when you have those seasons where it doesn't seem like you have much because then you don't have, you, you don't have no distractions. You get the, your faith gets to build in those seasons. You know what I'm saying? You get to understand, like, it, it's not about none of this stuff anyways. It's about him, and it's been about him. So I'm going to stay, I'm going to keep my eyes on him, regardless if the resources do start flowing in or not. I know, I know what it really is. I know, I know what, what this life, this thing called life really is about. You know what I'm saying? So keep that in mind. It's never about us, it's about him. Verse 4, even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to God. They comfort and counsel me. Another one you probably heard. Another one you probably heard. Another one you probably use. You feel me? Another scripture you probably heard uh, many times and you probably even used yourself. But let's let's really let it sink in though. All right, so even though I walk through the sunny valley of the shadow of death, even though my situation looked dark, I'm saying, if, uh, if we if we lack, if we seem like we lacking in everything and all these type of resources, if we if we if our situation, like we want to do these things and we trying to plan these things, but we look broke. <laughs> like when we look when we try to evaluate, okay, how we gonna do it, and it look like we can't do none of that. Like when we in those moments, it's it's time to rely. It's time to rely on him. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it looked like a dark situation. But he's the light in the in the darkness. You feel what I'm saying? He's the light in the darkness. So even though it may look dark, even though it may look like a lack, even though even though this place don't, it don't seem promising at all, it don't seem like no light at this at the end of this tunnel, at all. Going back to the sheep, like even though I'm a sheep, you feel me? Even though I'm a sheep, I fear no evil. I fear nothing. It says, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect, your staff to guide. They comfort and counsel me. They comfort and counsel me. There was something interesting I um, heard at church. I picked up at church um, probably about two weeks ago. All right, and he was teaching on the subject. <clears throat> he was talking about, he was referring back to David. But he was just talking, he was basically talking about just how great God is and how 
relying on the testimonies of the Lord is what we need when we going up against battles. Feel me? Like when we going when we going into battles. And he had mentioned, he had mentioned how David had a staff. And the staff that he had, he would mark off the wins. He would mark off all his wins, everything, everything that he got through through Christ, every win that he possessed through Christ, every triumph, every triumphant moment that he that he was able to dwell in and experience through Christ, he marked it off on the staff. All right, he marked it off. So every every time he every every time he had to meet a wild animal and defeated it, mark that. That's that's a win. That's another door. Then it happens again. Mark that. That's another dub. Mark that. That's another dub. Dub, 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 dub. And all these different battles. It's a dub. That's a dub. That's a dub. And it's not. And it's not because he did it all on his own. It's, these are. This is a testimony of God was with me all all of these times. I'm more than a conqueror through Him. I'm going to win through Him. The victory really His. I, I I partake in it because He's with me and I'm I'm in Him. You know what I'm saying? He's in me and I'm in Him. So I'm going to win. So by the time I got to a Goliath type of battle, he already got all these wins to look back to and refer to and to see how God that God done did it before already. He going to do it again. He provided for me before. He going to provide he going to provide again. I was in lack before. But because of him, I I was, I was more than enough. I was more than enough. I was self-sufficient through Christ's sufficiency. Feel me? I was I was equal to and, and, and able in every situation. You know what I'm saying? And I when I read this, when I began to read in this myself, and it's and it says on that part, your rod to protect and your staff that God, they comfort and counsel me. And then I think about all the times that God helped me through battles. And you know, it didn't seem like I I had what it took take uh, or I had what it took to get through it and just think reminiscing on all the times he helped me like boom I can mark that off too he helped me with that too he helped me with that too so ain't nothing that I did by faith relying on him where I failed because he don't fail you know what I'm saying he never fails at all so being able to understand he really cares and he's really leading us he's really guiding us he's really he's really watching over us he's really our shepherd he's really shepherding over us making sure we scrape making sure we gonna eat making sure we protect and making sure we're guided towards the right direction making sure we set like understanding that 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 should give you this sense of peace that goes beyond what you can see in the natural that's what walking by faith is. You feel me? Walking by faith, you're going to start seeing things from a supernatural point of view, understanding that God ain't going to let this situation uh, dictate how I'm going to really be living because he already He already called. He already said what it's going to be. He, he already has plans in store. And it's not for this, it's not for me to stay like this all my life. It's not to harm me. It's to, it's to, it's to have me prosper and have a, a bright future. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely important to hold that, hold that, and that should comfort you and counsel you, just like he says in the scripture. They comfort and counsel me. They comfort and they teach me. They remind me. They inform me. Verse five. I like this one. 
and say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my, my head with oil. My cup overflows. Now realize all of this stuff, all of these things in in this um in these in this scripture. Realize that all of these things, like none of them, is like I did this and I did that. Therefore, this happened and this happened. It was God, God's guiding, God's providing, and God everything everything else above. God's doing God's doing all these things. God's getting all the glory through this. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now this table, <clears throat> it this is blessings, all right? Table full of blessings. When you prepare it, God prepares the table before for us in the in the presence of our enemies. In other words, our enemies have no choice but to see us be blessed by God. And God will make sure of it. Now there's some people, you know, there's some people on our journey, they they legit are enemies of ours. You know what I'm saying? They may see us struggling and they may laugh. They may see us, we don't have this and we don't have that, so they think they better than us and they'll boast about it and they'll talk down on us as if we ain't nothing. Don't even want to have a convo with us. Oh, you, yeah, yeah your status, y'all, whatever with you. You feel me? We got we got enemies for nothing. Some people just make themselves enemies for nothing. And, you know, the, the situation could vary in different types of things. Um, Different types of things could play a factor, but what I'm saying is God will bless us in the presence of them, making sure that they see that we belong to him. He's shepherding over us. It may look like we're in lack, but everything that we are going to get, or everything that we do get or that we do receive is going to be all from him. He's the source of it all. We ain't got to worry about nothing. We going to be out here eating. We going to be out here eating in a different way too because, you know, we can see people, you know, they doing – they thing and whatnot, and it seems like they all good and happy, and yada, 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 but that's why, you know, that's why what I, what I, going back to what I said, I feel like you had an advantage when you do go through your seasons of lack. If you, and like, if you understand what a, what struggle is and you find God within all that and understand, like, with or without, I'm straight because God got me. It's like no resource really takes you away from the source because you know that the source is the one who gave me all this. The source is the one who was with me for like with me through the moments where it didn't seem like I ain't had nothing. Like he was there the whole time. He got me. So you know and God gonna bless us in the presence of our enemies. And I love and I love this. I love this. It's something we don't even gotta worry about. It it's just seeking him, honoring him, glorifying him, relying on him, trusting him. And he's just gonna bless us in, in his, for his name's sake so that through our story his glory is revealed even to our enemies. You know what I'm saying? And then it says, you have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. The word oil um, signifies the Holy Spirit in this scripture. So when he says you you've anointed, you have anointed and refreshed my head with oil, he's anointed and refreshed our head with the Holy Spirit. Now we're filled. We're filled. We're overflowed by him. We're, we're, because he... His Holy Spirit is within us. We're straight. We're secure. We're God-occupied. That makes us a God-occupied individual because he occupying us. He's occupying us, and we're occupied in him. You know what I'm saying? We're a God-occupied individual. You know what I'm saying? We're filled. From, we're filled by him from head to toe, from inside on out. 
were filled. It goes on and says, my cup overflows. I learned in, I learned through the teaching of God that the word cup in this in this um piece of scripture signify or signifies um something like a wallet. Signifies where your money is stored, your cup overflows. Now, as I was reading it, and I was and as I was studying this, uh, I received revelation in this piece that it's not just money. Yeah, nothing. It's it not just money. It's oh, it's your life. My cup overflows. My life overflows. Overflows with resources. Overflows with love. Overflows with abundance. Overflows with joy. Overflows with peace. Overflows with connections, great friendships, healthy friendships, healthy relationships all over. Like it overflows because we're connected to the source. And through the source, we're going to get everything that we do need. Everything that, everything, what he's what we need. And through him, he's going to give us everything else that's necessary for our journey and necessary for our calling and necessary for where he's taking us and calling us to. You know what I'm saying? So our life overflows. So I'm going to read it all through. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil, with the Holy Spirit. You have filled me up. Therefore, my life overflows. My cup overflows. I'm overflowing. Now, I used this analogy a while ago. Actually, on the puzzle, the puzzle um, PC series, uh, I used this analogy, similar, similar analogy about a bucket of water. Now, if you fill in the bucket of water up, initially, when the water starts hitting the bucket, the water, the bucket's not filled, all right? It's not filled at all. It's just a little bit of water at the bottom of the bucket. But as time go on, you'll start seeing the water keep rising and rising and rising and rising and rising. And once it hit the tippy top of the bucket, what's it going to do? Begin to overflow. Tippy top going to begin to tip, drop, and now there's an overflow. Now, during that whole process, if the bucket was in a state of, like, if, if it looked like it was in lack, the circumstance did not change. The bucket's still in the same position. The bucket's still, like, the bucket's still probably, if say it's a dingy-looking bucket, it still look dingy. It's still in the same state it was. And from the outside looking in, like if you're looking from the side and there's not no clear bucket and you're looking from the side, you don't see all the progress. You don't see that God is within them. You don't see how overflowed this individual is or how God occupied this individual is. You don't, you don't see how blessed they really are. It just look like they're in lack in the moment. But as time goes on, because that, that person's anointed, their cup overflows. We got to understand, like, in these moments where it look like we're in lack, it, we're not really in lack. It's going to happen at the right time that we have everything that we need in this in this current moment that we need, whatever it is that we need. It's going to come. Just like that bucket of water, when the water keep rising and rising and rising, it's going to come a time where it hit that tippy top. Boom. All the water going to drop and begin to overflow. And people from the outside looking in, now your enemies. Now everybody, all your, even your friends too. I mean, they, they on board with you. They going to see that God blessing you, overflowing in your life. And at the perfect time too, at the perfect time. If it happened too earlier, ah, some people probably would have missed it. You yourself would have probably th thought you did it yourself. You had to wait a little bit. Be a little patient. Understand it ain't about you. Understand it's not in your power. Understand you do look like you in lack, and you can't do 
this and you can't do that because you just don't have this and you trying to figure out like, oh, and you about to have a whole lack attack. But understand that God was with you the whole way through. That's a great season to, to find him. That's a great season to dwell in him, rely on him. Understand that he got you. He is your shepherd. He leading you. He guiding you. He protecting you. He's providing for you. And he's preparing the table before you in the presence of your enemies and all. Everything, everything good is going in your favor because you have him. It's your job to rely on him, though. But you have him. And then at the right appointed time, his perfect appointed time, there go the overflow. You've been anointed, though. But there go the overflow. Now you now you walking in blessing. Your cup overflows. Your cup overflows. Your cup overflows. Catch that. All right. Catch that. Now the last piece. Verse 6. Say, surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. So for sure, for sure, without a doubt, goodness will follow me. Mercy will follow me and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. Everywhere I go, goodness right with me. Mercy right with me. Unfailing love right there with me. And I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord, there's freedom. In the presence of the Lord, there's, there's joy. There's fullness. There's overflow. There's riches. Everything that we need, the, the, everything that we need is in him. He's the source of it all. And it's really him who we need to be after. Seek first the kingdom of God, his ways, his will, his heart. All these things will be added on to you. So seek him and these things will follow you. And you'll dwell forever in the house of the Lord and in the presence of the Lord. In other words, I, the way I say I'm forever God-occupied. I will be forever God-occupied. Occupied in his presence and his presence occupying me. Occupied in his presence and his presence occupying me. All right. Now, if you receive that, you ain't got to let me hear it. But on your end, just say, I believe that. I receive that. Lord, I trust you. And I mean that. In Jesus' name. Amen. And that's the message, family. That's the message. I hope y'all um, obtain some good value from it. I pray this message marinates and takes root deep down inside your hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. Uh, y'all keep on putting in y'all best. Let God handle the rest. Uh, and God willing, I'll see y'all next week for another Monday's Refreshing 15 Sesh. If you have something you want to say, please do share. Um, I'm about to transfer the mic from my hands to yours. Uh, and yes, I keep flying like eagles and fresh and like palm trees.